Good morning. This is meteorologist Drew Lerner of World Weather Incorporated. And this is your morning market weather update for Wednesday, September the 6th. And it looks like for the most part, the weather around the world hasn't changed dramatically. We're still seeing, though, serious flooding occurring in a very small part of Greece where the uh, rains yesterday reached the range of two to, fee- two to three feet over a, a 10-hour period that was very impressive and very damaging. But the area impact was low. There were some other areas in northeastern Greece, southern Bulgaria, and northwestern Turkey that were also subjected to severe weather, all associated with a deep upper-level low over the eastern part of the Mediterranean Sea. The rest of Europe was dry. It was hot, though, in the west. We saw temperatures reach over 80 degrees in the UK, and we saw temperatures in the 90s, lower to middle 90s, occurring in France. While the forecast will keep most of Europe in a dry and warm mode for at least the the period between now and the end of the weekend. But next week, we'll start sending some waves of rain back across the continent. The dry bias and the heat is good for uh, maturing summer crops and supporting harvest progress. In the CIS, the concern is gradually going to shift towards the lack of moisture in winter wheat-producing areas in Russia's southern region and portions of Ukraine. So far, the area continues to dry out, but there will be a chance for some precipitation as we move into the second week of the forecast. Most of that moisture is expected to be quite light, but it might be supportive of farming activity. Now, there will continue to be a good environment for summer crops to mature in, and harvesting of spring and summer crops is advancing well in most of the western CIS. In India, today's forecast brings a little bit more moisture into eastern Gujarat and southeastern Rajasthan, but it doesn't get into the heart of either one of those states. And Punjab, Haryana, and Pakistan stay dry, as will these other areas. Far southern India continues to experience a drier-than-usual weather pattern, too, and uh, it is raining there once in a while, but the amounts of moisture are way below normal. In contrast to all this, heavy rain is expected in Madhya Pradesh and many areas off to the east and south, and that will be ongoing through much of the 10 days coming up. We may see some improvement in the overall nationwide moisture total for this monsoon season so far, but I don't know that we're going to be fixing the the largest deficits in the south, or for that matter, in some of the easternmost areas. In addition to that, it looks like China's east-central areas are likely to see a drier bias. Other areas in China will see a good mix of rain and sunshine. There is potential for heavy rain again in Guangdong next week as a tropical cyclone possibly impacts that region, but it's too far out in time to have much confidence. We also see a tropical cyclone impacting a part of Honshu, Japan. It's a very weak system, and it's expected to impact a little later as in this week. It uh, looks like the majority of that is going to occur as we go from uh, probably Friday into Saturday, and it will impact the Tokyo area, but the peak wind speeds here are not much more than tropical storm force, and the damage potential is very low. In Australia, we're still looking at restricted rain in many areas across the country. Enough moisture will occur in southwestern portions of western Australia, southeastern South Australia and Victoria to maintain a good outlook for crop development. But the farther north one travels across the country, the more dry it becomes and the more stressful unirrigated fields of uh, wheat and barley, even canola, are likely becoming. 
and there is downward pressure on some of the production potential, although we do have a little bit of time uh, still in front of us before it becomes a critical situation. Now, reproduction is underway in Queensland and possibly a few northernmost New South Wales locations. And by the way, frost and freezes will be occurring later this week and into the weekend across some of the areas in southernmost parts of the country, and we'll see temperatures dropping into the 20s and 30s. It will be cold enough to burn back some of the wheat and barley and canola development, but it is early enough in the season that that should not be permanent damage. And it looks like in the United States we're going to continue to see restricted precipitation into the weekend, but there is a good chance that hard red winter wheat areas will pick up on some needed moisture. As we go from Sunday into Tuesday of next week, the precipitation may work its way southward into parts of Texas, too. That would likely occur during the early to middle part of next week. Any relief in Texas will certainly be welcome but it will be hot and dry in Texas and Oklahoma for yet another four days, but then we will bring relief. Cooling is already underway in the northern and central plains and will spread through the Midwest here over the next couple of days. Temperatures will dip down into the 40s and 50s for nighttime lows. We'll look for precipitation to remain somewhat restricted, although an upper-level low is producing rain from Missouri into the Ohio River Valley here over the next day or two, and a frontal system expected in other areas may generate a few sporadic showers. We do not expect the heart of the Midwest to come up with much meaningful moisture for a while. Outside of all of that, I think that Canada's prairies will likely see a good environment for crop maturation and harvest progress. And in Southeast Asia, it looks like we're going to see a, a continuation of improved rainfall. In Thailand, parts of Vietnam, Cambodia, and Laos, there has been some improvement in moisture uh, profiles in Thailand here recently. Uh, they have a long ways to go to get their water supply back back to normal, but there has been some relief, and it looks like Indonesia continues to be quite dry, though, from southern half of Sumatra into Sulawesi and southward into Java and the lesser Sunda Islands, and it looks like the, only the northwest part of the Philippines are plenty wet. Otherwise, there's still a big need for rain there, too. This is meteorologist Drew Lerner.